You're listening to The Dope Post on KUCI 88.9 FM. We have a very special episode today. Why it's special? Uh, Chrissy from KUCI News is out, so that means we get to do an hour for The Dope Post. And today I have my friend Isaac with me. What's up, Isaac? Hello. Adam, how are we doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Just got off work, so uh, ready to do the show. All right, let's do it. All right, so today for the Dope Post, we'll be, Isaac and I will we'll be talking about this show called Atlanta, which is on FX, and we'll be talking about two of our most favorite episodes. Uh, the first one is going to be Value, and then the second one is called Teddy Perkins. So Isaac, did you, uh, so I watched both of them last night just to like take notes for this show and whatnot. Um, how, how did you, how was your rewatch? Uh, I definitely didn't remember a lot of value because I, I, I'm not really interested in the Van character. I don't really find her to be appealing. Um, it was more until like the episode where I don't remember the name now, but where they go, I think it was not, not Juneteenth, but the one where they go out. Uh, to this like festival and it's like sort of a racist festival i don't know if you remember yeah so this was season two right and yes it's uh has to do with like german tradition or whatever yes, where you go sort of... go in the mountains and, exactly like, do some dancing or whatever exactly where uh, someone steals something right which yeah. goes with the theme of season two yeah so you prefer that episode over value definitely yeah, yeah. okay um, well, first of all, for anyone who's listening, uh, I think we should explain like what Atlanta is. Of course. We should try to explain <laughs> what Atlanta try. is. Okay, so the main character is Ern Marks, played by Donald Glover. Um, he is on a fling, I guess, with his uh, girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend, um, Van, uh, played by Zazie Beetz. Uh, Ern has this cousin named Paperboy who's trying to be a rapper in Atlanta, and then Ern is trying to make some money, so he offers to be Paperboy's manager, right? Um, and then there's two seasons of Atlanta right now, but each episode is kind of, like, unique on its own, right? And then it features something, like, deep and, like, kind of, like, social criticism. Um, yes, uh, definitely a lot of social commentary going on. Yeah. And there's, like, a lot of... What I really enjoy is there's a lot of layers to it. Um, like, there's hidden meanings, I would say. That yeah. I really like. Um, I guess I, I chose value. Well, I chose value because I guess it was just on my mind. I think I, I like rewatched it a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, that was just, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's one of the my favorite episodes, but it's still really good because it, it, it mostly features just like Van, right? So it's like from the female perspective instead of just uh, Donald Glover. Definitely, yes. A total different perspective, yeah. Yeah. So let's go over the episode. Um, we see Van's friend Jade in the restaurant, and then uh, Van comes, and it turns out that they're gonna have dinner together. And suddenly, we see like this contrast between um, them. So in like multiple ways. So I don't know about you, but I noticed that um, Van was wearing like a colored, colorful dress, but Jade was wearing like all white. Yes, yeah. definitely. And just to uh, clarify, Van and Jay, they're both uh, black ladies. And so it kind of, it has to do with the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you notice when uh, you saw this episode? Uh, just the way, 
in the initial meeting just the way they were like as people like even though they're from the same cultural background you know jade is completely different and she's sort of trying to uh, act as if the like she's super rich and like has money but in reality you know she doesn't have much uh yeah it's not really like truly her own self-earned money in the same way as van okay so van is a public school teacher um not making much money and her friend jade is it's implied that she's like a a side piece i guess (laughs) for like professional athletes yes yeah she says like she provides them a service and like she's that's what makes her valuable yes and then the title of the episode comes from Jade telling uh, Van that she has to determine her own value. Yes. And, like, not, like, just settle for dating Earn or whatnot. Um, some things I, I noticed during the episode was that Van ordered Pad Thai, and then Jade ordered, like, the snapper. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like you, kinda, you could kind of say that the snapper is, like, the super more expensive high meal. End. High-end meal. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's said that Jade is, like, flying private everywhere all over the world to see, like, her contacts or whatnot. Um, what else? Jade says that uh, Van's hair is better than last time. But then you look at their hair, and Jade's hair is, like, all straightened out. And then she's like, oh, I hate it when my hair gets all frizzy. And then you look at Van's hair, and it's frizzy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then what did you think about that? Like, what, like... What do you think, like, so far from what we've discussed, like, what is that, like, what is, what is Donald Glover trying to say when he made this episode? Yeah, um, I think he was just trying to compare, uh, I think he was trying to showcase, like, uh, a dinner that, like, happens a lot around the world, I guess, where you have, you might, you might be with a friend, and this friend might be, like, super cultured, and they have the money and the luxury to travel and experience new things, and then the second person might not have that luxury, right? So they, it, there's like this awkwardness, Definitely. which I feel like is a theme of Atlanta, like awkwardness in life Definitely. in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Jade laughs at Van for using chopsticks because she said Thai people doesn't use, don't use chopsticks. But yes. then Van's just like, yeah. I just like using chopsticks. I don't, I wasn't really <laughs> thinking of like, the culture, the culture of, of Thai people, of course. Yeah, so in this dinner, it was like Jade was like trying to establish a superiority over her f- own friend Van, you know. Yeah, and I was looking over like the script, and it's like every line that Jade says is just like sort of like coming at her and like sh- coming at Van and showing how she's superior. Like every other line, you'll you'll notice. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's something. It's really something that happens all the time in our in our lives, you know. We might come across someone, they might not even like be doing it on purpose, just like Jade, right? They just, you know, they, they just like having all of this information at, at their grasp and they're just going to use that power, right? Yeah, like in general, like a lot of the times, like you'll be telling a story and then like your friend will either, you know, subconsciously or sometimes consciously, they'll attempt to one up your story. They're like, oh, well, one time I did this thing that was, you know, better or like, you know, it always happens. Yeah jade and then the dinner goes on and then there's like you kind of notice this like awkward silence between them as the waiter comes with their food oh i wanted to say that you know jade jade jade's like wants to party a lot and she always invites van but then van has work actually and then while jade just has like a flight tomorrow 
yeah. that's it <laughs> on a private flight you know jay jay said like black women have to be valuable i am cultured intelligent beautiful and then van comments like i i don't subscribe to this like black white mentality and like there should be this gray area you know definitely turns out that jade invited two the two of these nobodies like guys to the dinner even though the dinner was supposed to be van and jade only yeah so it was like a surprise for uh van yeah so that just made me think of like for me when i go out with people friends it's like i want to hang out with those people you know like why like i would feel very insulted if my friends invited someone else without letting me know because like the only the point of the dinner was like to spend time with my friends exactly i have this one friend whenever i ask him to hang out he's like oh let's go see a movie so then i show up to the movies and then it's him and his girlfriend like always like they're like they've become one person so yeah it's kind of frustrating like i just want to spend time with my, my my man you know yeah and then i thought it was funny it's like what such like a rich person thing to do because as soon as the guys the guys came the like the first guy he's like okay uh, i'll just pick up the check for this i'll pay and then like they didn't even <laughs> eat the food yet yeah and then they she was just gonna go to the the listening party or whatever and uh van leaves of course because she's mad <laughs> and then uh jade chases van in the parking lot and then jade like convinces van to smoke some uh, marijuana with her in the car i think like one of my favorite scenes of the show entire show is like when they're in the car smoking and then you hear like the jeremy song playing oh yeah we or we or yeah 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 they say i love you to one another but then when i was watching this last night i was like they don't really love each other right yeah they really don't they're not real friends they're definitely not real friends i was just thinking like about like my friends it's like sometimes like the other person says like i love you and then like you kind of feel guilted into saying it but then <laughs> later on you fight you don't you're not you don't really love each other right yeah certainly yeah the next day it's like reality kicks in um van forgot about her drug test at her school that she works at and then you kind of you still see this comparison right between jade and van jade doesn't have to worry about a drug test and she even says i've never had a job where smoking wasn't encouraged and then <laughs> yeah yeah Jade tries to help Van, but she can't. And then Van has to figure out how to get out of her problem. Any thoughts on this? I think one of the things that I wanted to mention was how Jade says that she's intelligent and cultured, and she that's that's why she has value as a black woman. Um, and but then the thing that Van has is you know she has a daughter and she has uh, a career because she's a teacher, and I feel like the thing that jade lacks is like responsibility you know like at the end of the day although she might seem to have more experience as far as traveling because that's basically all she has to do really i feel like at the end of the day van is the one that's really experienced more and gone through more hardships so i feel like at the end she's more of the real cultured one the more valuable one in my eyes to society yeah that's a good point um during the dinner it's like when you look at van's facial reactions it's like her own friend is trying to make her feel bad for having a kid right exactly and then we look at uh people our age right now who uh got kids early on and you kind of think like like did they kind of ruin their life a little bit because they have to like you know pause their life and then to take care of their baby right definitely it's just like Van in the show where uh, she and Ern, they had their kid uh, when they were young. So 
they they don't really have much uh, opportunity to travel or whatnot. That freedom. Exactly. Yeah. And then what else was I? Yeah, just that whole idea of how that cultural distance between Jade and Van, although they're both, you know, uh, the you know, quote unquote, strong black women. Uh, they come from very different schools of thought, and I thought that was really interesting, just that dichotomy between them. Yeah, and they started out at the same place. It's just as they grew up, they exactly. separated. Exactly, that's what's powerful. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, okay, they wake up. You want to talk about, like, how Van, like, solves the, the, the urine test problem? Oh, yes, or she attempts to, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, when she she's asked, doesn't she call Paperboy? Yeah, she calls a paper boy to ask. Because she she's going to have a drug test, so she needs a urine sample. Yeah, she needs someone else's urine. And then paper boy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to look for you. but, And then, oh, paper boy was like, oh, but like weed is for losers and <laughs> it's for people that aren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he was totally mocking her at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she ends up taking her baby's used diapers, boils them to make more urine and attaches it to her leg in a condom and then i i thought it was funny that they were playing this like upbeat like pop rock music montage as she was like doing all of this yeah so it's like the usual music you see when a character is like trying to solve a problem and like they're gonna like actually solve it exactly yeah but then she gets to school goes in the bathroom and she tries to bite off the condom because she tied it and she couldn't untie it and then it rips, and then all the urine falls on her cell, oh, on her yeah, body. all on her leg, yeah. Yeah. And then this was like a depressing part where she doesn't turn in her drug test, obviously. And then she gets called into the principal. And she admits to the principal that she smoked weed. And then the principal is like, quote, everyone smokes weed. The system isn't designed for the kids to succeed. You got to shake it off somehow. Yeah, that was yeah. brutal. My goodness. And then when I saw this last night again, I was just thinking like, oh, this, how many schools, school, how many schools like would this happen at right now in the country where the administrators like have just given up on the, the kids, you know? Yeah. And then the principal just like nonchalantly like fires her and it's like, uh, let's just say we had this conversation on Friday and uh, that'll give you a couple of days to pack up. Unfortunately, you, you, you admitted to the use of a, a, a for illegal drug to a superior. So she was basically saying, I have to cover my own butt. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then her, I think, I just love how Zazie, uh, Zazie Beats's like face in this scene was, where it's just like, just totally given up, you know? Yeah, she does a really good job as at her facial expressions, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So she 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 actually got punished for like doing the right thing when most of her coworkers are probably smoking weed and they're they're fine. Just because Van didn't know that after the first drug test like they don't really check anymore because they can't afford it, exactly. which is hilarious. <laughs> Do you remember Tobias with the white face? Yes. So there was like that little kid, right? Yes. In the school that was in detention yes. and he was wearing white face. Uh-huh. What do you think about that? I think he was there for a reason, but we're just, this is not clear why. I don't, it's so, because it was such a, like a brushed off to the side sort of story. It's really hard to tell. I'm not sure. 
what did what were you thinking i think it could have been like a race thing maybe saying that you know if van was white maybe she would have gotten away with it maybe could be right yeah so the scene that we're talking about right now is van just got fired but she still has to like continue her day's work while she was covered in urine the principal like gives her a hug and is like oh it's gonna be okay sweetie but then she, she's the principal's like oh that is loud you got it all over your hair <laughs> so then van goes to detention because she's like i think covering a shift or something and then she sees this kid tobias who's wearing white face and then the camera points to him and then he just gives her this like really creepy smile while in white face yeah yeah so i think it could be just the race thing from donald where it's saying that you know uh if van was white she could have gotten away with it but she was black definitely maybe any other ideas uh, two things i feel like because she's because we saw you know the difference between her and then jade from the beginning where jade is trying to be more uh more like white more white say. oh yeah that's good right? yeah so i feel like it's sort of showing how like oh like maybe if you acted more white you would have gone away happy you know with a smile on your face yeah that's well, a good suggestion then, yeah and then another thing i wanted to talk about um for this episode at least it's how even like even though van is always the one that's always trying to do the right thing and like she's like trying really hard uh to get a better life not just for herself but for her child you know the one time that she messes up of course is the one time where she gets caught and it's just a whole like downward spiral for her it's just she has the worst luck on the show probably and it's implied that she keeps she probably like berates um earn for like smoking or drinking or doing crazy things yeah and then the one time that she you know is a hypocrite she gets in trouble for it <laughs> yeah definitely that's just see that's like just how one of the great things about this show atlanta is that just the super small things are like so funny yeah anything else to wrap up this episode because we are pretty much done yeah i think those are my final thoughts as far as the episode yeah but what i wanted to mention is how i said before where like i didn't really remember it after re-watching it a second time i caught a lot of this stuff that i didn't on the first one mm -hmm. because it, at, at first watch it just seems like just like a, a boring episode like oh yeah not much happens but you know after like dissecting it and really looking into it like there's so much going on here mm -hmm. which we discussed today so it was it was a really good second watch yeah um one more thing i'll add before we move on to teddy perkins which is when they both wake up from their night of partying or smoking or whatever, Van just like wakes up in like misery. It's like it's like she's not used to it, right? She yeah. doesn't she doesn't she can't party like hard all night. Yeah. But then you see Jade and she just walks out fine with like sunglasses on and whatnot. Yeah, like nothing happened, just another day. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good episode of like comparing and contrasting. Yeah, I just think. just the whole like black and white, you know, yeah. dichotomy. Okay, let's move on to Teddy Perkins. You want to do a Teddy Perkins impersonation? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll build up to it. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll build up to it as well. So, Teddy Perkins is a season two episode of Atlanta, and it features this uh, side character named Darius, who hangs out with like Ern, Paperboy, and Van. We see him go into like a convenience store, and then he's just buying stuff, and he's like, "Do you have any jicama, perhaps?" <laughs> and the and it, this is this takes place in Atlanta, so they're like, no, no, yeah, we probably don't. Yeah, and then he sees a a hat, 
that says Southern Made and there's a Confederate flag on it. <laughs> and one of the cool things about this character, Darius, is that he's kind of like impervious to like whatever society is like doing at the moment. So, yes, he's definitely unique in that, you know, he almost like almost like childlike in the yeah. way that he, he's so innocent. Yeah, exactly. And he like very idealistic in a way. The way he talks about things, the way he thinks about things. Uh, like in another episode um, where they're at a party and then Darius is just hanging out at a pool, just thinking to himself. Yeah, yeah, I the, thought that the, was great. The Mexican Drake episode. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know this, the episodes we're talking about, like you should get on the show as fast as possible. Definitely get There's on the show. There's a Justin Bieber episode. <laughs> yeah. There's a Mexican Drake episode. Yeah. So anyways, he gets this hat. He buys a red marker to draw over it. And he covers the let- letters up so that the hat says, you mad? Yeah, he, like... I don't think he even noticed the Confederate flag. <laughs> like, he just wanted to just cover the letters. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets into his truck, and then people are staring at him, but he doesn't care what other people think. Like, he does not care. Yeah. And then part of the music in this episode is the Stevie Wonder soundtrack. Are you a Stevie Wonder fan? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Me, me too. Definitely. I'm not a hardcore fan, but I really like his music as well. Yeah. Um... Do you want to explain like what what the main points of this uh, episode are? I feel like ah, there's so many. Where do you want to start? Um, just where I left off, which is like he goes to pick up the piano. Okay, so I, he sees an ad. Correct me if I'm wrong. He sees an ad. I think it's like a Craigslist sort of site. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's for like a free piano at this like lo- weird location. Uh, so he has a U-Haul truck. You know, he's got the you mad hat uh, on his head as he's driving towards there mm-hmm. and then as soon as he walks in it looks like no one's in there but the door it, just opens by itself yeah the door just opens by itself and then he walks in and it's just automatically like just the cinematography is like it's so eerie and dark and it's a, a pretty scary episode at, like as soon as it starts yeah and Ted, then, teddy just like okay so teddy perkins is like the antagonist of this episode and he just comes out from the shadows with a voice. And I don't know if you knew this, but Teddy Perkins is played by Donald Glover, but he's wearing total white face. Oh, yeah. And then he changes his voice to have this, like, really gaspy, like, like I don't know. Yeah, he's sort of like a... My voice is kind of weak to do the impersonation <laughs> right now, so I'll let you do it if you want yeah, to. Yeah, so he's like, hello, how are you doing today, Adam? You know, sort of yeah, like yeah. a like a very high-pitched, you know, very soft, yeah, almost parched-sounding voice. Yeah. He holds out both of his hands to shake. And then, you know, it's I, when I was watching this last night, I, I, I thought it was cool how, like, how long it took for Darius to, like, actually be scared of his surroundings, where most people will be, like, scared and run away immediately. Darius just, like, sticks it out for as long as he can because <laughs> he really wanted the piano with the yes. colorful keys. Yes. And that's, I feel like that adds, that's so, it goes with his character because he's so, I feel like he's clueless a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Darius says that he would like a glass of water and then teddy perkins uh, records his voice saying darius would like a glass of water when you have a moment and uh <laughs> then you know we no we don't really pay attention to that uh but then later we find out that the recording is not for like a butler or anything and that the recording is meant for teddy to just remind himself to get water <laughs> to get him a water yeah uh, they both sit down to talk. Darius is still like into it and what, whatever. And then Teddy eats 
a soft-boiled ostrich egg. Yeah. And he cracks it with a spoon. What do you think of that? <laughs> that was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Why the ostrich egg? What do, what do you think that It means? adds to the character and the mis- mystery of Teddy Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen this episode, just search up Teddy Perkins and look at the image. If it's, that yeah, if that if that doesn't draw people into the show, like I don't know what will. Exactly. Yeah. Just the smell. Like I I, I feel like I smelled it even though I was just watching through the screen. Yeah, that's how well they did like the cinematography in this one. It was amazing. Yeah. And then you saw like the juice coming out of the egg. Oh. I got I got chills when I looked at it. Yeah, it was so disturbing. They start talking about just random stuff and then they start talking about music and Teddy says Rap never quite grew out of its adolescence. And then Darius is like, well, Jay-Z is like 65. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. That was a pretty good line, yeah. Yeah. And then Darius is kind of arguing for like the other side, which is like sometimes people just want to have a good time. So rap, like not compared to like rap, is supposed, supposed to have like this super deep art compared to it or whatever. And uh, Darius explains that he just likes the way the piano looks and he never played. So this is like a, such a unique way of thinking, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And then Teddy in- talks about Benny Hope, which he says that is Teddy's brother. He says like Benny, Benny got some like weird skin condition and he can't go outside anymore. And then when you look at Teddy Perkins, you see that he's like this super pale person, like a Michael Jackson, basically, yes. right? Where he lost his skin color. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He Teddy gets excited when Darius is excited about Benny Hope. So I thought that was a clue, maybe, that Teddy was actually Benny. Interesting. Right? Because then Darius's excitement got Teddy uh, excited as well, because then he gets to talk about Benny, a.k.a. him. Yes. yes. So, so at the end of this episode, we're not sure if Teddy and Benny are different people or the same person, but I think this was a clue that Teddy is Benny. Uh, Benny. Yes. Yeah. They talk about music a little more, and I, I love the connections to like Michael Jackson's dad and Marvin Gaye's dad. Oh yes. About well, how music, good music, is comes out of like misery. Yeah. You exactly. Know? What do you think about what do we What do you think about that? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of parallels, you know, to the Michael Jackson story of where how you know brutal and like abusive his father was uh, when he got him to practice, and then the way teddy talks about it and you know in the same way he's like oh i'm so glad my father was so you know brutal with me like as a child i didn't like it but now i really i'm glad because it wouldn't have made you know benny such a good uh musician or artist Mm -hmm. and then darius is kind of arguing the other side once again where he's like maybe you know i don't really think so i don't think great things always come out of misery exactly and then darius asks for the water and then we hear the the playback again and then we hear a couple of other things that uh teddy was saying one of them was like wash your hands immediately (laughs) um nobody no darius doesn't pay attention still treats teddy normally and i think that was like like the scene break or whatever so up to now what do what did you think of it when you were watching the, the episode at this point i was definitely convinced that Teddy Perkins was this Benny Hope uh, person that he kept talking about. And I, I just, I knew something was up. I wasn't sure if what his motives were at this point, 
but I knew that something bad or weird was going to happen at Mm -hmm. the very least. How about yourself? First time I saw this, I was just like in bed at like one in the morning, I think, because I was binging because it was so good. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like terrified. So I didn't, I couldn't really like comprehend the details or whatever. Darius is just looking around and he hears a piano playing. And he goes upstairs to find the the piano, the source of the the, the the music. Teddy opens the door. Darius sees no one is at the piano, and no. But then Teddy's like, "Oh, Benny, Benny, like Benny isn't feeling well or whatever." But then we we kind of we're, we're led to think that Teddy is Benny, right? Definitely, because the music just stops as soon as Teddy opens the door. Darius uh, asks again for the bottle of water, but he gets tap instead. That was just like a like a another clue I think where the, like Darius should have seen should have saw that he was in a dangerous place because you know you asked for bottled water because you want to explain why. Uh, well, yeah, you don't know if they're gonna put something in your drink, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but then when Darius gets the tap, I think he drinks it actually. Yeah, he drinks it fine. Like, because again, like it goes with like his sort of like uh, aloof personality he doesn't really know what's going on and and still at this point i don't think he he feels threatened by him at yet right mm-hmm. yeah not yet not yet he calls off alfred uh, aka paperboy and they they do this like drive through scene at a fast food place and then alfred's like he doesn't want fries and the, even though it's like cheaper and that's like something we go through all the time <laughs> right where the salesperson is um trying to get us to get get fries or whatever because it's cheaper yeah and most people say yes but then alfred's like no i don't want it (laughs) i don't want that yeah um okay here's an interesting thing darius has a two regret life limit pact what do you think (laughs) it's like he only he can only have two regrets in his entire life yes he he made a pact with himself with himself i love that yes that's Darius is just the character in the show that has all these cool lines that no one in the world would ever say. I don't know how they write this. Like, I wonder if, like, they have a friend that's like this or something. Yeah, they probably do have a friend like this. Because it's so specific. It's like, wow, I I could never think of this if I tried. Yeah. Darius was just, like, talking with Alfred, and then he's explaining his thought process. So he already thinks that Benny created Teddy because he hates how he looks now. Right, because Teddy Perkins is described to look like a complete ghoul. They they joke around with his appearance. It's like, why does this guy look look like what's under a scab though? <laughs> and like other things that I can't mention on radio. But uh, yeah, yeah, lots of great lines in there. Okay, Teddy surprises Darius with a picture where after Darius comes in. Uh the picture has Darius with like do you remember this where Teddy takes the picture of Darius? The picture has Darius with like crossed arms and like an X, but it doesn't match what actually happened. Yes, that was absolutely terrifying. I think that was just like another clue that like this isn't a good place to be for Darius at all. No, because usually like when you have crossed arms, that's like when people like when you're like yeah. at a viewing for a funeral, they have crossed arms. Yeah, the the picture it was kind of like in an X in front of his body, so it was like kind of like. I'm thinking of horror movies with like demons or whatever, and you're trying to like block yourself from the demons. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a museum for Benny apparently, and Dar- uh, Teddy's trying to get Darius to get anything he wants. What do you think of that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know why he would. Well, now knowing the end, like how it ends, I don't know why he wanted him to take something. 
What do you think? Yeah, my idea is that he was trying to get Darius's fingerprints everywhere to for his plan later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. He even says, "Feel free to Twitter or block spot all of it." It was like meant to be proof that like Darius was there oh, for whatever yeah, Teddy Teddy has makes, planned later on. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy praises his dad again. He's like, he says, "In order to build bridges, people must fall." To make an omelet, some eggs must be broken. Great things come from great pain. Pain. And uh, there's this cool museum in the house that's dedicated to great fathers. So for MJ, uh, Michael Jackson, Marvin, uh, Gay, or Serena Williams. So going back to that, I guess um, if Michael Jackson's dad wasn't like rough on him in his childhood, like would we have experienced like Michael Jackson's like great music? I, it's so hard to say because we, we really wouldn't know. I don't think we would have had the same kind of music. I think it, it might've been, it may have been different or who knows if Michael would have gone on to pursue music at all. If it wasn't for his father. Yeah. Um, I think it's one example of where, you know, everything that he went through, sort of helped him become the person that he was um in psychology they talk about this as like you know like resilience uh, like your ability to like bounce back after like traumatic experiences and i feel like michael jackson was definitely one of those people because he he channeled all of his trauma and he somehow managed to come out and become a superstar yeah when i saw this episode up my mind immediately went to um michael jackson because he was like the most, I guess, recent celebrity death that I know about who was abused by their parents. Yeah. You know, you know, and it's, uh, you know, you know, Michael Jackson's dad is actually, uh, actually died a couple months ago or like a year ago, I think. I think it was about a year ago. Yeah. I remember hearing about that only like slightly. It wasn't, didn't get a lot of press. Yeah. And then, um, Darius goes and kind of rushes on the, uh, piano transaction and he's like, I like to make this a smooth and efficient transaction. <laughs> and uh, he says, I can imagine what Benny is going through. And then Teddy snaps. He's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Like when he snapped, I was like, oh, he definitely is Benny. Like at this yeah. point. And then bangs on the piano. And then you see a drop of blood on the key, which is like another thing that's like Darius still doesn't see anything. Anything is wrong. Right. Yeah. Darius gets in and is forced to the basement uh, with the piano on the elevator. And then he sees a man in a wheelchair covered from face to toe. And before he leaves the elevator, he says, fine, Destiny. He's just like embracing what Destiny has in store for him, you know? Yeah, he's just letting letting life happen to him, I guess. Yeah. The man in the wheelchair covered from face to toe, he tells Darius to get a gun and that Teddy would kill them. And then Darius is like, all right, fine. But I need to put the piano in the car first. <laughs> I <laughs> love how like his his main priority is not staying alive, but his main priority is the piano. Yeah, and then the guy in the wheelchair is just like sitting there. just like, you can't see his face. So you can't see how he's reacting. But he's just like, probably like, I can't believe this guy, <laughs> you know? So Darius tries to go outside and put the piano in the truck, right? Yeah. But then there's a car parked behind the truck that wasn't there previously. And then it just gets really, like, suspicious. This is when, yeah. Yeah. 
Darius, uh, we hear a noise and Darius hears a noise too. Um, what did you think the noise was? I think that this noise was a gunshot and that Teddy found out that the person in the wheelchair talked to Darius. So Teddy went uh, up to the attic to get the gun, go to the basement and then shoot the guy. Yeah, I think that's exactly what was yeah. going on. Uh, this time, I think Darius, uh, he was kind of being more careful. So he grabs like this little sharp sword kind of looking thing. Yeah, it was like a, some sort of sword. Yeah. Um, he goes to find Teddy. Teddy's watching like old videos of Benny practicing with his father. The video shows the father banging the hand on the piano, just like Teddy did earlier with Darius. It's kind of like the the way that the scene is is like it's in in a dark room while the the film is playing. I I thought of like The Godfather, honestly. Yeah. Teddy was just sitting in like a robe, and he's like, you know, he just started talking. He he appeared out of the, out of the darkness to Darius, just like in the beginning of the episode. Yep. Teddy mentions the attic, attic, and then pulls out a gun on Darius. It was he's like, yeah. I choose you. <laughs> as my sacrifice <laughs> alright and then you want to explain like what happens after this at this point I don't know if it cuts straight to it but he doesn't he like tie him up in a chair like in the very main room where Darius enters mm-hmm. and the, it, the the lobby the foyer yeah the, the foyer he ties him up on a chair and then I guess he wants to kill him why does he want to kill him yeah um before we get to that i want to mention there's this uh in the dark room where where the film is playing there's this one shot where teddy's uh silhouette is kind of like facing the image of benny hope uh, on the film so that's like another clue i think that's that's saying that teddy is actually benny hope yeah right um so points the gun at darius tells Darius to drop his phone but take like the knife thing or whatever and Teddy says that he wants the home invasion to look real that's the line hence why earlier he wanted Darius to get some stuff and like take some pictures and blog or whatever to wanted to make it look like Darius killed Benny because he was was obsessed so Teddy was still speaking as if like Benny was there was another person Benny in the house and then at this point we still don't know who the guy in the wheelchair is right right they start talking about like pain, sacrifice, and misery. And they're like, not all great things come from great pain. Sacrifice not always needed for greatness. Uh, Darius says that Benny and Teddy's father should have said sorry. And then Darius says, there's like this what if factor if Benny wasn't abused. Again, like a connection to the greats like Michael Jackson or Marvin Gaye. One of the, my favorite lines in the episode, uh, Stevie was blind but not blind did yeah that was it's so deep from like a character that like most people think is a joke or or, you know but he has this like all these deep things to say stevie saw through his music the man in the from uh, from the basement uh, comes through the elevator shoots teddy and then shoots himself in the head but then teddy's like benny you're still alive uh, you, you kind of see like blood on the shirt of the guy in the wheelchair and then he's like heavy heavily breathing right yeah and it's, this is the first time I think that we see Darius is like scared for his life yes he looks absolutely he has no idea what's going on 
Yeah, so he got handcuffed to like the chair to make it look like he was he invaded the home and he like uh, killed the the Teddy. Yeah. Um and then he's just I don't know, I don't know if we'll see him like scarred. I think the the the, the rest of the episodes in the season, he's fine. But I don't think the episodes are, are are always like follow each other, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But I feel like with a character like Darius, I feel like it's just another day. I feel like that's how this episode is presented. It's just another day in Darius's life. Like maybe crazy stuff like this happens to him all the time. You know, we don't, mm-hmm. we can't really know. Yeah. The blood on the shirt of the, the guy in the wheelchair. I think that was just the result of uh, the gunshot, right? Early, from earlier on. Yeah, yeah. I think that when Teddy did the voice recording, he's like, wash your hands immediately. I think it was teddy uh went to like either stab or like beat up the person in the wheelchair and he wanted to wash the blood off his hands immediately Um, oh yeah i didn't think about that wow yeah and then when he found out that uh darius talked to the person in the wheelchair he went to go shoot him to kill him but the guy survived went up to kill teddy and then killed himself exactly so who do you think who do you think the guy in the wheelchair was I think I think that was this Benny character that he was talking about. Really? Yeah. I, I think it was the dad. The dad. Yeah. I don't think Benny exists. I don't oh. think Teddy exists. Oh my goodness! I didn't even think about that. That just that makes sense. That yeah. would make a lot more sense. I feel like the dad would have be would have been old by now, so that's why he's in the wheelchair. And he's all covered up too. Yeah. Didn't the Benny? I just thought I of mean, something. Didn't? Yeah. When um. You know, they go through that museum of great fathers and then Teddy shows Darius like this statue of like, he's like, this is my father right here. You kind of see the statue doesn't have a face on it. And it's just like the person in the wheelchair. They don't have a face. It's covered up. Yes. I really think it's the father and not Benny. I don't think. Yeah, that's such a good theory. I didn't think of that. Wow. Yeah. I don't think Teddy exists. Teddy is Benny. Teddy is Benny. Yeah. Given, you know, what you've talked about. I thought. Right prior to like right this moment i thought um the creators were like sort of trying to elude that like oh like no clearly teddy is benny but then in the end it's sort of like a twist where oh no benny is a real thing and uh he killed teddy because he was like keeping him in a basement that's what i thought but i like your theory a lot more now that's really good yeah. doesn't the person in the wheelchair also have glasses on I yes mean, he does he does okay that could add to him being old like his dad i'd say i thought of this theory myself but i just read a lot of reddit posts (laughs) yeah that works yeah more stevie wonder music plays which is a a good thing but the 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 music is is talking about how evil comes into our lives and why it's has stolen so much love just like how darius was saying that like love and evil and yeah the piano gets taken away and darius like drives off saddened and you know, like the season two of Atlanta is called Robin season, right? Yeah. So this other theory I saw was that every episode you see someone getting robbed. So in this season, this episode, Darius gets robbed of his piano, like the one thing he truly wanted. Exactly. Yeah. So I love this episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of TV, like ever, right? Definitely. It ran without any commercials and it featured this like super creepy character in Teddy Perkins. Definitely. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it uh, as far as TV goes. Yeah. 
I don't know if you saw like the award show for that that year's like TV, like Golden Globes Emmys. Uh, Donald Glover actually made someone dress up as Teddy Perkins, and he, they appeared at like the awards or whatever. Yes, I remember. They that. didn't win, unfortunately, but yeah. you saw you see pictures of Donald standing with like someone dressed up as Teddy Perkins. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. All right, we have a couple minutes left, so do you want to talk about just some other episodes you'd like from Atlanta? Yeah, I wanted to talk about, I feel like we talked about um, the character episodes mainly. We talked about, you know, Van with value, and then, excuse me, we talked about Darius and the Teddy Perkins episode. I think one of my favorite character episodes was the one with Paperboy, um, with his barber. What was his barber's name? I can't Baby. 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 (laughs) So, like, the episode, it starts off with Paperboy coming in to get a haircut, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'll get you, like, in the next 30 minutes. I just need to go do this thing really quick. He's like, why don't you come with me and I'll give you a haircut at my house. Uh, So then Paperboy, of course, goes to the house with him. And then, you know, it leads to all sorts of other stuff. Do you want to talk about this episode as well? Uh, We don't have that much time, so I'll just go over the basics, which is that any guy would would relate to this episode. Because it's all about, like, haircuts for guys, right? Because for guys, like, I guess... I don't know. I've never, I've never really like observed how a, a a woman like gets a haircut. But for guys, it's like there's usually like this kind of talk with your barber, right? Like, what what size razor do you want on the sides? Um, how how short do you want it on the top? And basically, Bibby is just like this really kind of like idiot barber who like takes paperboy all around town and like do chores or errands or whatever and makes excuses and. He even like crash uh, gets into a car accident with like this Asian lady <laughs> who's like looks looks pregnant. I think. Yeah, she did look pregnant. Yeah, and they go back to the barber, and then Paperboy gets his haircut. And but then you see Paperboy come in the next time, and he says he hates Bibby, so he goes to another barber. But then the problem is he doesn't know his own haircut, <laughs> which is like what guys have to face yeah. when they go to a new barber. Like, how do you explain your haircut when you've had it done by the same person this whole time? So like that person knows, but I just love that episode a lot. Yeah. And it really shows like, even though like he's super annoyed by Bibby, like he really needs him because he's the only guy that knows his haircut. Yeah. I just baby baby was a great character. Yeah. He had like that little Bluetooth piece in his ear. Yeah, He's just time. taking calls all the time. He's like, "Oh, you Hollywood now, huh? <laughs> you Hollywood now?" Um, what else happened in that episode? Uh, when he picked up his son, or like, oh they yeah, saw yeah. his son like tagging, I think. Yeah. And then the uh, like he's like, "Come on, people, go talk to the youth." You're supposed to be, you know, like hype, like hyping him up and like being a good example for them. And they're they're like they're talking trash about his hair. It's like, what's wrong with your hair? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think uh, I forgot when, but I remember in this episode the Lakers Lonzo Ball got mentioned or something. I think. Oh yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I really think that was cool. <laughs> and then when Baby was like, "All right, let let me take you out to eat. Let me take you out to eat." And then they go to like someone's like wood shop yeah. and then there's like food hidden in the microwave like cold chicken cold fried chicken uh yeah all right we have a just a couple minutes left uh mexican drake episode and the justin bieber episode um, we're not going to talk about it because i don't want to spoil but 
every time I, I show someone this show, I always tell them like Justin Bieber makes an appearance in this episode. And then there, there's also a Drake in, in, in the show as well. And then people just get interested and then they laugh. <laughs> it works. It really works. Yeah. All right. We have, uh, what other episodes what do I like in Atlanta? So Juneteenth, we were talking about that, right? Juneteenth. Yes. Juneteenth is like this holiday in the show where no, actually Juneteenth is a different one. It's where they go uh, to someone else's house mm-hmm. and it's a holiday, right? And yeah. Yeah. It's a holiday that doesn't you, you don't really understand like what they're celebrating but then the main people who are celebrating it is like this white guy who's like super woke or super active and trying to understand the black culture to the point where it's like annoying or like <laughs> awkward he's trying to empathize way too much yeah and then he even tells donald like you haven't visited africa where your ancestors are from <laughs> and uh earn uh, donald glover's characters is like i just can't afford it to go back to visit my people yeah that was a really powerful line too yeah all right i think i'm just gonna end it here uh, thanks to my guest isaac uh yeah and i'll see you next time uh, i don't think chrissy's coming so i'll probably be subbing for her show but thanks for listening